remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Thursday here on the show. You know what that means? we got a lot to talk about here today. Not the least of which is... Last night's AW Dynamite, where Tony Khan had promised a massive announcement, and I don't know the uh, I don't know what the anti AW people are thinking of this. They're thinking of like a lame announcement or whatever. This is a this is a pretty big announcement. They will be running Wembley Stadium at the end of August for a show that will be called All In. Wembley Stadium is the same building where they did Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog, which drew legitimately 80,000 fans. And to this day, as far as like the actual number of people in the building for a single day event, it is the biggest WWE show there has ever been. And AEW is running that building. 90,000 seats in that building. And obviously they're not running the building put 10,000 people in the building. They're going to try and put a lot of people in that building. Can they hit 45? Can they hit 55? Can they hit the 65 that WWE did for WrestleMania this year? Guess we're going to find out, but that was a big announcement. And also, Jay White debuted. Jay White is, in fact, signed with AEW. He had the choice, essentially, of going really wherever he wanted. And WWE was an option. AEW was an option. He'd New Japan, not really an option since he lost that match where he said he would never wrestle for New Japan again. So uh, he chose AEW, and we'll tell you what he did on the show. We've got a bunch of other news as well. Did you know there is a Battle of the Belts? There is a Battle of the Belts live special coming up here, and uh, it's Friday. So we got a card. So if you want to know what's on that show, we can tell you about it. And uh, live, live Rampage Friday? Some WWE news. Lots to get into after the break. Stick around. Observer Live.
Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I to get started. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. AW's London debut has finally been revealed. The company will head overseas for the first ever AW All-In, their first ever event outside North America. The August 27th event isn't simply an arena show, but a stadium show at the famed Wembley Stadium. And what AEW head Tony Khan said will be one of, quote, the biggest shows in the history of the company. This was his big announcement that he had promised. Nigel McGuinness, Adam Cole also there. Nigel McGuinness is signed with, with AEW. It was never announced as a pay-per-view. 
So we have a few questions that we don't have answers to yet. But I mean, I can I can speculate. First off, everybody asking about the time. I don't know what time the show is going to air, but I don't think you're going to try to sell 90,000 tickets and tell people the show is starting at 1 a.m. London time. My guess is this will be very much like when WWE runs Saudi Arabia and the show will start at, you know, 1 p.m. Eastern or something like that or 2 p.m. and, uh, you know, 8 o'clock or whatever London time. I guess that would be noonish, somewhere around there. But I presume that's what's going to happen, but we don't know. Maybe they'll make him show up at 1 a.m. I doubt it. Uh, we've seen, you know, if you if you watch, like, obviously, AEW's got a different audience than uh, than WWE. But even WWE, it's like the Saudi the Saudi show does not air at, you know, 8 Eastern at night. And, you know, everyone has to show up in the middle of the night for the show. It airs Saudi Arabia time for them. And then for us, we watch it whatever time that is here. So how many, you know... The Tokyo Dome. Obviously, you want way more than 10,000 people watching your show. But, I mean, the Tokyo Dome, they don't air that show for the American audience. They air it at whatever time, and you tune in at 10 Pacific or 11 Pacific or whatever. And if you want to watch it live, you watch it live. So I presume that's what's going to happen here. And, uh, and we'll find out eventually. But the other question is, the following weekend is traditionally all out. It's all out weekend. So uh, what's going on? Are we going to have all in and then the next weekend all out? Is that the plan? I mean, you know, you could say, well, maybe all in. Maybe the Wembley show isn't going to be. It has to be broadcast. I mean, you're not going to do your, one of your biggest shows of all time and not broadcast it somewhere. I mean, maybe they've got some sort of incredibly well-paying TV deal for it. But my guess is it's probably just going to be a pay-per-view. And then are you going to shoot some big angle and then do another pay-per-view the following week? Are you not going to do All Out Weekend? Is All Out gone and now you're doing All In? And All In will be the show every year now that they've purchased Ring of Honor and they can get the name. I don't have answers to these questions, but uh, hopefully we'll find out all of that soon. We've got another month before tickets go on sale, so there's plenty of time to hash all of this out. But a big show coming up at the end of August. It's an extraordinarily pricey proposition to run two pay-per-views like that back-to-back or two events of that size and that magnitude, even when you're getting production help from a network or from somebody with part of it. I mean, that's a lot to throw out there. Could they creatively do it? Sure, absolutely they could. But is there another possibility that... One event is on pay-per-view. Another event is on streaming. We don't know because Warner Brothers Discovery uh, is going to have an event on April 12th to talk about direct-to-consumer streaming product changes or a new drop of something happening there. Could AEW be a part of that? Could these events be a part of that? You know, who, who knows what it is right now? Anybody that is kind of looking down on this announcement, like, I get it. I know sometimes Tony Khan, he's a promoter. Everything he talks about, it's going to be the biggest thing ever. I can't wait. I couldn't wait to do this for years, all that stuff. And if he would have announced the O2 Arena yesterday, okay, I could see it. Somebody being disappointed. If they would have announced even Craven Cottage, where Fulham plays, I could see people kind of rolling their eyes and shrugging their shoulders. 
this is a big announcement. 90,000 people, or at least the hope to put 80 to 90,000 people inside uh, of, of Wembley Stadium. I mean, that's a huge deal because it's not only probably, look, it's not only going to include AEW, it is going to include Rev Pro. It is going to include New Japan. It is going to include probably other big names and big groups, maybe not big groups, but certainly big names who may work for other groups being a part of this show. So to me, it's a, it is a big announcement. And I was kind of wondering, okay, if, if it's not, what are you going to say that's really going to dazzle everybody, especially if it's going to be an announcement in the UK? Well, they kind of did that, at least in my eyes. Well, we don't really know about the card, and everyone's talking about stardom matches and this and that. Listen, the card is going to be whatever they can book that they think is going to help sell 90,000 tickets, okay? That's it. And I don't know what it is. I do know that we have the, uh, we have the Forbidden Door show coming up in June, and so you could easily shoot a big angle on that show to sell more tickets for this if you want to do the Omega Osprey match, which everyone has been talking about a possibility. I mean, they got to do that. As Dave mentioned last night, retirement of Sting. I mean, you got to do stuff like that to get people into this building. But, you know, what's interesting is the all-in, all-out double weekend thing. It's going to happen or not. It was just very recently that AEW was discussing different venues for All Out Weekend. I mean, I was hearing about this, it feels like a week ago, two weeks ago, something like that. So unless this deal came together, like, at the very, very last second, and they've decided that this is going to be the big weekend, and there's not going to be an All Out, I mean, unless that's what happened, I mean, talking about all these different buildings as possibilities for All Out Weekend sounds to me like, we're doing two straight weekends, but I guess we'll uh, we'll find out here soon enough. A couple of other notes. The WWE sale. Speaking of coming together at the last second, according to Mark Shapiro, who spoke with Puck recently, he said that Endeavor put in a bid to purchase a majority share of WWE three weeks ago. The all-stock deal is expected to close by the end of the year, pending regulatory approval. Endeavor's first bid was reportedly made in mid-March at a meeting with Shapiro, Ari Manuel, Nick Khan, and Vince McMahon in New York. Shapiro and Emanuel then made a second and more emotional pitch the following week at WWE headquarters. From Puck, it says the pair outlined their proposal during a meeting with Vince and Nick at the Rain offices in New York and made a more emotional pitch a week later. Liberty Media, owners of F1, the Atlanta Braves, and Sirius XM, were also in the running to purchase the company up until Endeavor and WWE signed a term sheet on Saturday evening. Still, they face stiff competition from at least one bidder, it says here, Liberty Media, until the very end. I thought there were like 50 people that were interested. Anyway, it was nip, nick, uh, nip and tuck all the way, Shapiro said. He feels the merger puts WWE in a better position to negotiate television rights deals later this year. Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you, if you bought that company? So anyway, that's the uh, story. Staffing layoffs are potentially a cost-saving opportunity for the newly created company. Shapiro believes they can save up to... I'm going to read this sentence and then let's talk about what it means. Shapiro believes they can save up to $100 million 
by combining WWE and UFC into one company. That means they're looking at $100 million in cuts. I guess not exactly like that, but, you know, it depends on how long the term is and everything like that. But, yeah, there's going to be cuts, everybody, and it sucks. But a lot of people are not going to be uh, employed once this thing goes through. So, came together quick. Three weeks. Not much to add to that. I mean, we'll see what kind of bloodletting that they do. You know, again, I my heart goes out to everybody who's rank and file who's just trying to go and do their job. And, look, the when the UFC was taken over, there were people that were told one thing and then another happened. Will that be the case for some inside WWE? You bet. Hopefully there's a place where some of those people can at least land on their feet. Back in a moment, Observer Live. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork.
work. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. We're going to talk about uh, Dynamite in the next segment. I was watching that show last night, and, uh, you know, there was a comment that Dave made, I think Sunday night, where he said that the the wrestling, the gap between WWE and AEW had, had uh, closed in terms of wrestling. Because he just watched a great weekend of WrestleMania. And uh it'll do it to you. Lot lot of people uh a lot of people were like, What? And uh man, I watched that AW show last night and that to me was like Tony Khan making a statement. Because man, if you look at the wrestling on Dynamite and you compare it to the wrestling on Raw this week, I mean, dude, could have driven a like a blue whale between the gap between those two shows. And I really thought about it and like Jay White's debuted and, you know, they've got this Wembley that they've booked and Forbidden Doors coming up, which did like giant business last year. And I think it's all sold out already or whatever. But anyway, I was thinking, you know, it, you, you can't really pinpoint a thing that causes things to happen. You know what I'm saying? You ever heard of the butterfly effect? I don't know about that. Sometimes, sometimes you can say, yeah, sometimes there's like a whole bunch of different things. It's hard. It's like when you look at the ratings. Oh, well, why did that show do great? You know, everyone's going to have 35 different reasons. Oh, because of this person. Oh, because of that person. Oh, because of this. Oh, it's like it's probably a lot of things. Might have something, nothing to do with the show, okay? But what we can say is that in the last year, there has been a real shift in interest between, like, AEW and WWE. Like, AEW was, was super hot last year, and people were just totally sick of WWE. I mean, it was still doing great business or whatever, but... You know, they they were down in interest. AEW was up in interest. And then over the last, you know, eight, nine months, AEW has declined in interest and WWE has risen in interest. And there's a lot of different reasons for that. And if you look at the AEW side, it's like that whole, you know, CM Punk got hurt and then he was out and then they had the whole brawl and then you lost Punk, Omega, the Bucks. You know, they just vanished and then... Like, all of the plans that he had, he had to totally rewrite everything, and there was all this weird stuff, and MGF's turning babyface, no, he's not, and, and this and that. And, uh, you know, they saw, a, they saw a decline. And meanwhile, what happened with WWE? Well, the Sammy and Kevin storyline with the bloodline, it got hot, and they, and they ran with it. And, you know, over WrestleMania weekend, we had gotten to the position where you know, there were a lot of, of fans, I believe, who had gotten just totally sick of WWE years ago. And they were so happy when AEW started. And they watched AEW because they hated WWE. They thought it sucked. And because WWE had improved, they they were watching the bloodline and everything like that. And, 
you know, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but it absolutely happened that WWE was much hotter and AEW had cooled off. Well, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but man, I watched Raw and I watched AEW this week. And to me, it's like, if these Raw and SmackDowns continue on like they did on Monday, if Vince is showing up and tearing stuff up and stuff makes no sense and you have these these segments, you just, what is happening? Why did Seth come out, sing a song, through a commercial break, and then when they came back for the break, he just walked away? Like, what happened there? You know something happened. So, you know, if if AEW, you know, gets on track and and WWE continues, we could see another shift. I mean, nothing is forever in this business, okay? Including Vince. God. That was the one I thought was forever, but he's back. But the point is, like, look at all those people. Oh, man, Vince is gone and Hunter's in charge. We got to get out of here. I mean, there were so many people that wanted to go back to WWE, and they weren't allowed. And you know what happened if they would have gone back? You know what ha- You know what they'd be thinking today? They'd be sad, and they'd want out again. But you know what? Nothing's forever. It's it's We're seeing a big shift right now, but, like, we'll see what happens six months from now, a year from now. How long is Vince going to last? We don't know. What's he going to do? We don't know. But I think that we could... You know, we we saw we saw one switch. We could see another switch. We'll see well, let's what remember through the pandemic too. I mean, WWE reached its lowest viewership point that it ever had. I mean, it was it could not have gotten. It could always have gotten worse. That's what we were talking about. I can't get worse, and yeah, it did get worse for them. So they were at, I mean, absolute the bottom of what they had been doing and Roman Reigns whether anybody likes it or not is a was a hot character is currently a hot character until otherwise noted the storylines that he were a part of even though we debated it here about Drew McIntyre or Sami Zayn or any of the other people that he battled with you know WWE fans they stuck by Drew they stuck by Lashley they stuck by Owens no matter how many times they lost to Roman because Again, they were invested in a lot of that overall. So can that continue to filter down? Again, a lot of the good feelings that WWE had from people on the outside, from fans, was the fact that, hey, hopefully Vince is gone or at the very least is arm's length away from from what seems to be happening in WWE and with, with Triple H. So now that that is not the case, AEW, again, with all of their, most of their wounds are self-inflicted. I mean, they can unload the gun. They keep shooting into their foot. Maybe, hopefully, they've done that. We'll see. But, you know, again, they seem to be as low as they had been in a, when it comes to interest, when it comes to people being really emotionally invested into to a lot of what was going on. I'm not saying everybody, but I'm saying overall. You know, they probably, they probably haven't been this low. So this is the perfect time to rally back at a time where WWE, again, just having Vince McMahon's name attached to it is going to turn off a lot of people. Then we have this. What in God's name happened here? The Auschwitz Memorial Museum is not happy that an image of the concentration camp was used in a video to promote Ray and Dominic at WrestleMania 39. An image of the camp appeared as B-roll footage in the video when it aired during the WrestleMania pre-show. It accompanied Dominic, talking about having spent time in prison, 
However, an edited version with the image removed aired during the main card. A social media post from the Auschwitz Memorial Museum Twitter account on Wednesday said it is hard to call the image being used an editing mistake and said that exploiting the camp, quote, insults the memory of all victims of Auschwitz. The fact that Auschwitz image was used to promote a WWE match, they noted. Yeah, hard to call it. Like, what happened here? I Look, I am not going to defend anybody. And frankly, when you do things like think about naming one of your characters Gunther Stark, you lose some of the ways to go, wait a second, you know, you lose some of that innocence. But with that said, if they had some 20-year-old kid who doesn't know history, who's going through B-roll of things, I know there's a lot of people who are now going, oh my, I can't believe they would use that. I think if you flashed that image in front of a lot of people, unless you know, unless you know, you really don't know. It just looks like some other ominous prison or ominous lockup. It, it just, I'm not excusing the mistake, but the lack of historical knowledge, and as time goes on, it cha- I could see some 25-year-old who didn't know decided to pull, you know, again, pulling things together off a B-roll of, of jail stuff. I could see that happening. Again, I'm not defending it, but there is such a, again, there is such a, that was a long time ago for a lot of people. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who just don't know about that entire situation. Yeah, the but way they probably should. Here's the deal. If you're, if you doesn't you're, mean somebody shouldn't get fired, though. If you're looking through stock footage, I mean, it's going to be labeled Auschwitz. I mean, they're not going to take footage of Auschwitz well, and just it, say. That, hold on, Brian, because that prison. depends. That depends on how careful you're being and who you're getting that source stuff from. You know what I mean? If you just got a role and you're, again, you're going through and you're not doing your due diligence to do, you know, it, I could see it happening. Again, I'm not defending it, and somebody should get in trouble, and whoever did it is probably going to have to. Well, listen, if it was a mistake, it. if it was a mistake, I don't want someone to be fired. But, I mean, they should explain what happened. You need a lesson learned. They should apologize. They should say, like, here's the thing. If you're working for WWE in production, okay, you should not just be scanning YouTube for for grainy footage. Like, you'll have a giant whatever that you can go through, and it's all labeled. So, you know, how that – all I want to know is how did that happen? Because Brian, how did they come up with Hirohito? How did they come up with That was by Gunther design. Star, Gunther, Obviously, they came up with Hirohito know, by design. It's, it's it's not thinking. It's just not thinking. The same way that they actually, that was by design, but they weren't thinking larger until they got shot at with people going, what are you doing, you idiots? Something like this, if you're not dotting I's and crossing T's, I can see how it happened, and frankly, we've seen it in the past year or so when it comes to, again, a lot of things that have nothing to do with wrestling. You've seen people's ignorance come up when it comes to Auschwitz and with the Jewish population and with a lot of other things. So am I am I happy about it? No. Does it surprise me, frankly? No, because this is where we're at with a lot of people who don't cross eyes you know, who don't cross T's, dot I's and have any knowledge of what used to take place, what's well, happened in the past. Yes, but here's the thing to me. Why is why would this hypothetical 20-year-old nerd be putting this? This this should be their... This is a WrestleMania video package. This should be all of their top 
video production people putting this together that know what they're doing. That's why I want to know how did this happen. Anyway, we're going to come back after the uh, break and talk Dynamite Observer Live. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. With Progressive's HomeQuote Explorer, you can check if you're paying too much for home insurance, because giving you options is the right thing to do. Oh, you mean like when I let someone with less groceries go ahead in line? Sure, there's a part of me that thinks, if you only need three things, maybe go to a convenience store next time. And now they're sifting through coupons, and my frozen foods are about to be not frozen. But still, it's the right thing to do. So compare rates with Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We have got AEW Dynamite to talk about here today, which had a lot of great wrestling here on the show. But it opened up with Ricky Starks coming down to the ring. 
And I don't know what happened here, but he starts coming down to the ring, and all of a sudden, Jay White's music plays, but Ricky Starks gets jumped by Juice Robinson, and then Jay White shows up, and he attacks Ricky Starks, and Jay White got a huge pop, like everybody knew who he was immediately, and he starts beating on Ricky. Ricky fights back. They double-team him. They killed him. Jay lays him out with the Blade Runner. Hot opening segment. They got in and got out. That was an excellent debut for uh, Jay White. And hopefully they do something with this guy. I don't want to see anyone showing up and then I never see him again. Then they interviewed Jericho. Why did you come out after that Adam Cole match last week? And he says, you know, I got nothing against Cole. I'm happy he's back. Always good to see a brother return from an injury, he says. He had a great match with Danny Garcia, got the win. Britt came down, he got the girl. Confetti came down, he got the party. It was great. But then, tell me if this sounds familiar. It went on and on and on and on and on and on and on. All the while, poor Danny Garcia laying in the ring. Cole punked him out and made him look like trash. I've got to stop the disrespect. So they're doing Jericho. Well, they're going to do Jericho and Adam Cole. But first, Keith Lee shows up, and he says Jericho is a poster child for disrespect, and he challenges him to a match next week on Impact. So next week, it's Keith Lee and Jericho. And Friday, Swerve has a major announcement on Rampage. So I'm thinking... We got some stuff going on here in the feud that has stretched 10 years, and we still haven't had a match yet between Swerve and Keith Lee. Then we had a match I thought was great. Best Friends Orange Cassidy versus House of Black for the trio's titles. Great match. One point, the babyfaces ran wild, and Orange tried a trust fall with the hands in the pockets, but he got caught sitting into the barricade. They killed him for a while. He made the hot tag. Trent hits everybody with pile drivers, including Brody. And finally, Malachi breaks it up. Buddy hits Chuck with the stomp, pins him. Thought this match was great. Christian is back with Luchasaurus, although he said nothing. Jamie Hayter and Riho, another good match. Very good match. People love Riho. They love Jamie. They love the match. Hayter hit a superplex, went for another. Riho turned into a DDT. Riho hit a hurricane run off the top, double knees in the corner. Seemingly had the pin, but Jamie got her foot on the ropes. And then Jamie avoided a backslide, killed her with two hater aids, pinned her. And this was where I figured, Tony's trying to make a statement here with these matches, because these were awesome matches. That's one, two, yeah, two straight awesome matches. Then we had uh, Acclaimed and Hager coming out. And Caster does a rap which essentially lets the world know we are not joining the Jericho Appreciation Society. So cool, and Luke, or whatever his name is, Angelo Parker, he says, you know, it sounds to me like you guys want to fight together, and thus I have signed us to a four-on-four match on Rampage Friday. So even though the acclaimed do not want to join, they've been signed to a match with the Jericho Appreciation Society. And uh, we'll see how that goes on Friday. What's up there with Nipples Hard Menard? When did the eight ball jacket come back? I don't know. I'm not keeping track of his wardrobe. He has an eight ball jacket? You ever looked at that guy? The last thing I'm looking at is clothes. 
looking at his giant bug eyes and his sweaty brow. And his hard nipples that he could etch glass with. Then we had a segment which uh been a lot of uh some people liked it, some people didn't. And uh MGF comes out for MGF Day. It's Long Island, he's a massive, massive baby face. And every time he comes out in Long Island as a massive baby face, I think back to, you know, he could just turn this guy baby face a long time ago. And he could have been like this in every city. But anyway, he comes well, out. If you're going to do it again, you might as well do it from now on. That's what I thought. Well, it ain't happening, but. I know. They play. He's got a band. The music of Mike Rogers and his great band is the name of the band, which is the greatest name for a band I've ever heard. Except eh, that's another story. So he comes out and, you know, he did that deal with Jericho. And what people didn't know is that MGF, when he was a kid, was like, he did, I don't know if it was quiet. I forget what it was. But he like, was on Rosie Mc, or Rosie I know, but Everybody knows more than, I'm not talking about story. just that, but like he was a, he sang, he performed. He did that for years and years. And so he comes out to perform with Mike Rogers and his great band. Great nerd jock and they, in that kid's life. They played Pennies from Heaven, and my God, he killed it. He killed it with Pennies from I'm just in awe going, they turned this guy heel. Like, God, he was awesome. So he does the whole deal, and then massive ovation, MJF chants, plays just going nuts, dances way down to the ring. And then they got this guy. From Oyster Bay, which is his hometown. They've given him the key to the town. It's Joseph Saladino. This guy was the best heel promo. Yeah, I mean, even Taz is like, this guy needs to be a heel manager. Those are the exact words. This guy cuts his promo. Incredible promo. The fans are booing this guy out of the building. They're angry at him, I guess, for raising taxes. What do you guys expect? No tax? But anyway, he's just... God, he was incredible. And at that point, it was like, okay, we can't get any better than this. Typical rich douche here going, yeah, what are you going to do, not pay tax? Oh, come on. <laughs> no, hold on a second. You think I like paying taxes? Do you think I like paying taxes? My tax bill? Don't even get me started on my I'm tax sure. bill. You make a load but of money. My point is, listen, they were not chanting lower taxes. They were chanting no taxes. That, there's only two things in this world that are forever. Death and taxes. And Vince doing creative, damn it. But anyway, God, come on, people. Chant lower taxes or something. You ain't going to get away with no taxes. Don't you guys know about negotiations? If you say, hey, Joseph Saladino, we want less taxes. He might go, hey, okay, maybe I'll get reelected. I'll drop him a little bit. If you say, hey, buddy, we want no taxes. He'll be like, yeah, we ain't getting that. Negotiate, people. Golly. These Long Islanders. No wonder this MGF is such a despicable... Anyway, so then, now, now he's got to cut his promo. So, I mean, it was a fine promo everything, but, God, this was now going on like three hours. And he did another story about his childhood. And it's funny... He had to make sure to point it out. Did you like that? It's well... Not, it's not an origin story. It's not a villain Well, it's, it's funny because, like... He's a heel, but on this episode, he was a babyface. So the story that he told actually was a story that would make him a babyface, which was essentially he had a teacher 
He had, a, he had a learning disability, and then he had a teacher that always belittled him. And then the teacher had some money to be, he said, a wrestler, and she goes, well, you know, a chance that's happening. And so he did call her a very bad name, which I think was unnecessary. But, uh, you know, he he proved her wrong, and it was a babyface promo here in Long Island. Didn't he already bury her once on a show? Didn't I think it might have been. Bring her out a, to bury her? It might, be, it might have been a different teacher. But anyway, <laughs> he seems to have a lot of problem with teachers. Huh. So then he's going to leave, and then, of course, Jungle Boy's in the band. I hope he was really playing the cymbals. And then he attacks MJF, and they brawl, and they get separated. And then Sammy comes out, and he holds up the belt. Then we had Sammy and Commander, which it was a really fun match. I could not call it a great match, but, like, you don't have to have great matches all the time. Sometimes you can just have fun, and that's what this was. It was Commander, like, he's got a spot. I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not. He walks the ropes and then does a spot. He did this, no joke. He did a rope walk like eight times in this match. Four of them he hit, four of them he missed. That was the whole match. Now, everyone he did was awesome, but like, that was a lot of rope walks, brother. Can I ask one favor out of all of these luchadors who do that? Because let me tell you something, nobody can do what Commander does. I know Vikingo, all of these guys, they're amazing. Do me just one favor, though. After you hit a move and the guy's laying... Why don't you pile drive him, hit him with a DDT, hit him with some impact move so they have a reason just to lay there because that's the one thing. You do need to build up speed. You got to make sure that you're setting all that stuff. Just one more impact move to lay the person out would be, I think, beneficial and I think kind of help bridge the gap a little bit, bringing in that kind of wrestling on a more regular basis to fans who aren't aren't as familiar. So Sammy beat him, GTH, then... Actually, cut a great promo afterwards. Total babyface promo here about how they were the pillars. MGF said he beat all of them, but he didn't beat Sammy. It was actually Sean Spears in a chair that beat him. And he said he put his heart and soul in this place. He didn't care about the fans, boo him or cheer him. He wasn't going anywhere. I'm not using this place to go somewhere else. I met my wife here. I won titles. I main evented pay-per-views. I'll be damned if I let uh, some things I can't say from Long Island, of all places, Tear this down with his bidding war of 2024. He buried the bidding war storyline. And then screw them all, Sammy's your world heavyweight champion. It was a great promo. We had Hook beating Ethan Page. Even though they went 12 minutes on the house show, they went two minutes here. And uh, Matt Hardy was outside. Page tries to get the belt. First, Matt won't give it to him. Then he hits him with it. Hook chokes him out. And then afterwards, Hook fist bumped Matt and Isaiah as he left. So... This uh, this this whole you know Stokely's crew not is not going well for him, not going well. We had the big announcement. We had the Blackpool Combat Club beating three unnamed blokes, and then afterwards Brian Danielson cut just the greatest heel promo about how there's three men in this business who are professionals. It's Claudio, I guess there's four, Claudio and Wheeler and uh, Moxley and of course himself and everybody else. What a bunch of immature impotent amateurs he said and so he's calling them amateurs we're the only three pro wrestlers left in the building hangman's music comes out he's got no friends they're all hospitalized but he comes out anyway because you know he's he's a cowboy and he gets killed and they kill this dude and then danielson says this guy doesn't even know what love is i know what love is i love my kids i've been showing him how to fix up things around the house pulls out a screwdriver he walks over He's freaking gouging Hangman with this this screwdriver. Hangman's bleeding everywhere. But, like, Hangman covers up, and you never actually see the blood. What a waste of a blade job. But this was 
This was an awesome squash and an awesome promo from Brian Danielson. Thank God for Brian Danielson in that promo because otherwise it would have been a whole waste of a segment. You take a screwdriver to somebody's eye. I mean, come on, you know, with these types of guys at this main event level, this isn't like the acclaimed in the finger. It's like, you know, really, it should really matter a hell of a lot more. And there should have been more drama trying to save this guy from somebody on the outside, whether it be, again, you know, Claudio backed off Samson, but that was it. You got a screwdriver being shoved into somebody's eye. Make it more dramatic. Dude, people saying no blood, watch it again. Watch his hands it was, when yeah. he's covering his head. Like, this was not. And then finally, the main event, it was the Guns versus FTR in a tag team title versus career match. If FTR wins, they 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 stay with AEW. If they lose, they leave. And uh, And they won. They won the tag team titles. And so, in fact, FTR isn't going anywhere. I can't believe it. Wow. It's almost like you could see it coming. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. I want you to show me. I want to feel what love is. I know you Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. 
Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Triple H got an announcement on Friday. I don't know if it's an announcement. I don't think they advertise it as a big announcement. But he is going to be speaking to, and I quote, the WWE Universe. On Friday, because we're back. We're back. Also, John Cena is working on a documentary, WWE Recruits, for the Roku channel. Eight-episode series focusing on young athletes and WWE's developmental system as they chase their dream of becoming a WWE superstar. And, uh, you know, we had this before. It was it was, uh, it was uh, WWE. Was it Breaking Ground? What Something was it? Like that. What was that show? Was it Breaking Ground, everybody? That was a good show. I like that show. And uh, it's, it's funny, like, uh, they uh, had Naya on the show, and, you know, Naya was a heat magnet for a long time. And the funny thing is, the most likable, personable, lovable, relatable Nia Jax I ever saw was on that documentary. And it always amazes me when you watch a documentary like that, and it's like, you know, you have a, you have a person who's actually like this, and you can't figure out how to bring that to the screen in a in the fake part of it. It's like, anyway, whatever. So we got to wrap it up. Oh, yeah, and Aaliyah's entrance. Never forget that one either. That's another story for another day. We're going to wrap it up for today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Back tonight with the Brian and Vinny Show, AWNXT. Vinny's thoughts on all the shows. Lots to talk about. WrestlingObserver.com, Video.F4WOnline.com. Mike Solo tomorrow. Lay it into him. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.